0: Welcome everyone to the 11th episode of the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. It's your girl L.A. I am your Six Figure Social Worker. So welcome. Thank you once again for tuning in. And let me just say this off the top. Whatever support or services you wish was out there or you would like for me to um, provide to you guys, please reach out and let me know. Send me an email. My email address is Lashana at Change LLC. So that's Lashana at you Change LLC. My contact information is in the description. So reach out, let me know. And some of you who have reached out, thank you. And again, I'm here to support you. This podcast is not about me. It's about the love that I have for the field of social work. It's about the love that I have for those who have chosen this field and um, the concern also that I have because I'm realizing that everyone in this field doesn't really know or have the knowledge um, related to everything that we can do in the field of social work. And so... This podcast was really designed with you and mine. And I'm talking about Six Figure Social Worker, right? And that's really because I believe that we should be able to make a living while we're making a difference. And this podcast is really designed to help you with that. So with that being said, the title of this podcast is Don't Quit. Don't quit. And I'm saying don't quit because if you have your bachelor's, your master's degree, you already overcame a huge hurdle. And so now some of you are stuck right there with passing the licensure exam. Some of you are getting prepared to path, to take the test. Some have already failed the test maybe once, twice, three times even. And you guys that ha- may not know, my story is I failed the exam twice. And I promise you both times, like the first time, I think it was like about by two or three points. And then the second time was by more than five points. So um, I was really discouraged to say the least, but I knew that it was something that I had to do if I was going to dominate in this field. I knew it was something that I had to do. And so I really want to encourage you guys, listen, dust yourself off. Trust me. You're listening to someone who absolutely understand the frustration and the disappointment of not passing a test. But listen, since I passed the test, I'm going to tell you this. No one has ever asked me how many times did it take me? You hear that? No one ever asked me how many times did it take me? So the number one thing, I mean, I, I kept having to take or, or pay for the test, but at the end of the day, I've made more than, um, having, so I made more having my licensure than it cost me to pass the test. If that makes sense. So I'm saying, I know we have to sacrifice. I know every time we fail, we have to pay again. I know we have to pay for programs. I had to pay for a program, you know, to get taught how to take the test. And that's the thing, you guys. So I want you to know that it may not be that you don't know the answers. It simply can be you just don't understand how the tests are being asked. And so please, don't quit. Don't quit on you. You've come too far. You've come too far. Make up in your mind that you're going to do it again. Make up in your mind that you're going to go back. You know, connect with me. Let's study together. Whatever it is that you have to do, I am invested in the success of my sisters and brothers that's in this field of social work. I absolutely believe you have chosen the best field. And I'm saying the best field um, in my opinion because literally, If I can do it all over again, I would. I would absolutely go back and enroll in the social work program. And so I would like for you to hold on. Just hold on. Don't quit. And stay connected because I'm here to help you get through this process. So last episode, I had a gentleman on, Dr. R. Carter, well, I'm sorry, I keep calling him a doctor because he is anointed, and it's as if he has a he, he has a doctorate anointed. But um, R. Carter Thomas, he is a licensed independent um, social worker, and I had him on talking about private practice, so hopefully you had an opportunity to listen to that episode. But today, let's get started. So what I want to do, I'm going to um, go over some of the questions that are, um, they study questions that's designed to help you, um, understand and to increase your knowledge base as it pertains to the ASWB exam. Okay. So the first, the first question, sample question is a three-year-old child who has been potty trained since he was 18 months old. Begins wetting his pants on a regular basis. This started right around the time his sister was born. The child is most likely utilizing which defense mechanism? Is it A, denial? B, repression? C, regression? Or D, displacement? Okay, I'm going to read it again. Pay attention. Listen. When we're looking at the question, everything you need to know is in the question. That's one thing you need to understand. Don't start thinking outside the box and thinking and pulling other stuff into the question that's not there. Stick to what's in the question. The exam is not designed to trick us. It's designed to test our knowledge and understanding of certain content. You understand it's designed to test our knowledge and our understanding. We're working with humans. So we're literally juggling people's lives in our hands and we don't want anybody just being able to handle us. So absolutely. I want us to have to take an exam. I want a doctor to have to take some type of exam to test their knowledge base. And so understand why this test is in place. Again, Get ready. I I just wanted to make sure you guys got pen, pencil, everything. Pause the, you know, recording. But listen, I'm reading it again. A three-year-old child who has been potty trained since he was 18 months old begins wetting his pants on a regular basis. This started right around the time his sister was born. The child is most likely... Utilizing which defense mechanism? Is it A denial? B repression C regression or D displacement? Alright? So the answer is C regression. Regression. The child is most likely utilizing the defense mechanism of regression. Regression is triggered by a difficult event and causes an individual to revert to past behaviors and thoughts. For now listen, in order for you to really understand this, you must understand the defense mechanisms and the difference. So if you did not get that question right, I need you to start reviewing the defense mechanisms. Okay. So the child is most likely. Now let's break this down. It says a a three-year-old child who has been potty trained since he was 18 months old begins wetting his pants on a regular basis. Now let's pause there. If we would have stopped there, then we could have been, we could have like really looked and seen like, okay, wait, what's going on with this child? But the fact that it ended up saying this started right around the time his sister was born. Now think about that. His sister was born. Here it is, this child probably experiencing, you know, feeling like the sister is taking his place, he want more attention, all of that stuff, right? But you must understand the defense mechanisms in order to get that right. And when you're taking the exam, eliminate the ones that absolutely don't make sense. Like seriously, denial? A 3-year-old is in denial? <laughs> So that's what I'm trying to help you guys understand. And so if you did not get that one right, I want you to go back and study and just kind of review the defense mechanisms. All right. All right. Let's, let's look at another one. I'm trying to get, um, okay. Let's see. Because a lot of this stuff, you guys, even in reading it, it's like, OK, um, I, I purchase all type of um, test taking things, study guides and all of that stuff. But one of the things the study guides does not do, it doesn't help us understand how they're asking questions. And so many of you who have failed the test by a few points, it's simply because we not understanding how they're asking asking the questions. Because for me, I started challenging or, or questioning myself. Like, man, I thought I knew this information. I've been working in the field, you know, I thought I knew this information. But I what I did not know, and I knew I studied, but what I did not know was how they were actually asking the question. So here's another one. An adult group home, social worker is trying to form several therapy groups. The social worker should form the groups based upon the following. An adult group home social worker is trying to form several therapy groups. The social worker should form the groups based on the following. A, age, B, gender, C, intellectual level, or D, race. An adult group home social worker is trying to form several therapy groups. The social worker should form the groups based upon the following. A, age, B, gender, C, intellectual level, or D, race. So the answer is C, intellectual level is a key factor in forming a successful group. Although at times, age, gender, race, diagnosis, and other factors may be relevant, the participants in the group should always be of the same or similar intellectual level so that the participants can effectively interact with one another. You hear that? So we have to understand the forming of groups in order to really understand that because some of you may have thought, oh yeah, probably by age, right? Because you would assume that everyone that's the same age most likely have the same intellectual level. And that's not true. Or you may say, well, of course, gender, because, um, males have specific needs, you know, that females don't have or whatever, you know, we may say, but based on this particular question, an adult group home social worker is trying to form several therapy groups. The social worker should form the groups based upon the following intellectual level. That's the answer. Intellectual level. All right. So that's some basic information concerning the exam. And when you are and if you've been out of school for a while, just brush up. Like just do some review on some of the um questions and understand the different sections. Understand the assessment. Understand you know they'll have recall questions and also understand that you're not going you don't have to get all the questions right. And so again, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, just make up in your mind that you're not going to quit. That you're not going to quit. I don't care how many times you've taken and failed the test. Just make up in your mind that you're not going to quit. The results on the other side of you passing the exam is amazing. And the success is waiting on you to move past the fear move past the disappointment, move past the insecurity and the uncertainty, and make up in your mind that you're going to do it again. Okay? So this week's episode is really focused on those of you who is getting prepared for the licensure exam and those of you who have failed. I just want to encourage you. Don't quit. Don't quit. You're listening to someone failed the test twice and I promise you no one have have ever asked me when it pertains to contracting with agencies how many times did it take me to finally get my independent license no one have ever asked me that and so to you from my heart to yours you can do it And you deserve it. So reach out to me. Connect. Become a part of the support group. Let me know what other services that you believe will help you and assist you on this journey. But at the end of the day, don't quit. Thank you again for tuning in. This is your Six Figure Social Worker podcast where we teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. It's your girl, L.A., I am your six-figure social worker, and I thank you once again for tuning in. Make it a great day.